Good evening, and welcome to Sweet Blessings, the Anna L. Brothers Show and Podcast. Well, we come to you every Wednesday uh, to inspire, to encourage, and to empower you to live a healthier lifestyle. I'm Anna. I am a retired school teacher, an author, a uh, certified cake instructor, a health consultant, and an educational um, consultant. I'm also a jury consultant as well. I multitask a lot. And so um, the purpose of, excuse me, my podcast is to provide you with knowledge or make you more aware of the things in life that can benefit your life. And I provide workshops and speakers to uh, enhance those things. And so um, for the month of October, I've been talking a little bit about um, harvesting and doing all kinds of things uh, in the, in the month of October, I've talked about gardening and I've talked about food that you would have, you know, that you would smell and, and all of those things in um, October. But fall is in the air. And you know what that means. That means only one thing. It's pumpkin season. Yes, it is pumpkin season. So just a few little uh, uh, tidbits before I get into my uh, episode on pumpkin paradise, exploring um, all things pumpkin and fall, because this is the season for pumpkins. You see them everywhere. So before we begin... I want to let you know that uh, I do have a website if you want to get in touch with me. This is my website. And I'm currently taking um, sponsors and guests and um, uh, just people who want to be on. I'm looking for ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things. Those type of people that you never, ever hear about, but they're doing some great things to um, help us out in society. So uh, I try to have at least one guest on a month. And so this month I am going to have someone on who's going to talk to you a little bit about insurance. And so that will be coming up next week. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, for that as as well. So also, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can always reach me at my email. And this is my email, which is down at the bottom of the uh, screen. Also, I am live on Facebook, and I go live on Facebook uh, uh, three to at least three times a week with my jewelry, but I come on other times to talk about different topics and things like that. And sometimes I do a testimonial uh, uh, as well. So this is my Facebook account. 
I also go live on Instagram. So this is my Instagram account. And I go live on Instagram on Thursday. So if you're not doing anything on Thursdays, just tune in um, there. On Wednesday is always my uh, podcast show. But before I get and move to a commercial, because I'm going to a commercial after this, I want to remind everyone that is listening this uh, evening to please subscribe to my YouTube channel. And that is, that is it on the bottom of my screen. So all you have to do is do youtube.com and then put at Anna L. Brother Show and Podcast SWE. Would greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to increase my um, followers on uh, YouTube. All right. So with that being said, I'm going to step out of here for a few moments. And we are going to go to a commercial. And when I get back from that commercial, we're going to talk about uh, Pumpkin Paradise. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to explore all things pumpkin in fall. And, you know, um, and during the month of, um, during the month of uh, uh, October, uh, I think that is the month where we really and truly appreciate pumpkins. Uh, pumpkins, so I, the first thing I'm going to talk about is is pumpkin appreciation, the cultural significance of pumpkins in the fall and why? And why are they popular? Okay, why are pumpkins popular? So I have a few little notes here. The pumpkins are usually harvested in the late summer and early fall, making them readily available during the autumn months. This seasonally adds to the appeal and encourages their consumption. Pumpkins have been associated with the fall season for centuries. They are a symbol of harvest and their bright orange color aligns perfectly with the changing leaves and overall aesthetics of autumn. Pumpkins are a significant part of Halloween and Thanksgiving. They are used for carving jack-o'-lanterns, decorating homes, and making pumpkin pies for Thanksgiving, which further solidifies their importance in fall. Pumpkins mm, are incredibly versatile. They can be used in both sweet and savory dishes from pies and lattes to soup and casseroles. 
This, I'm going to say this versatility makes them a favorite ingredient, ingredients for the fall harvest. Also, the flavor of pumpkin, often associated with spices like cinnamon and nutmeg, have a warm and comforting quality that appeals to our senses during the cooler fall. So I think that's why pumpkins, we appreciate pumpkins so much. Um, then there's some health, healthy benefits, nutritional benefits, and why they're great uh, additionals to your diet. Um, pumpkins are packed with vitamins and minerals, making them a healthy choice. They are, they are a good source of vitamin A, fiber, and antioxidants, which are support our health as the colder months approach. I also want to, I'm going to uh, go here because I also want to make sure that um, those people who are watching me on Facebook, that you can support me by sending stars. Stars help me earn money to make more content. So one of my goals is to have a backdrop and I'm going to really work on trying to work on getting that backdrop. So it says the NL Brothers Show and uh, Podcast. Alrighty. So with that being said, we're going to move on to the next one. And what it says is pumpkin recipes galore. So there's a sweet side and then there's a uh, savory side. So on the sweet side, we uh, people make pumpkin pies and make uh, pumpkin muffins. All kinds of desserts during the holiday seasons are made out of pumpkin. But also there's a savory, uh, I say savory delight, uh, pumpkin soup. Uh, there's pumpkin and pastas. And have you ever had pumpkin spice chili? I have never had that, but there is a recipe for um, for uh, for that. So, um, can you think of any other uh, recipes that you would use with uh, pumpkin? I can't. Uh, I, uh, I I I. Oh, pumpkin bread. Okay, pumpkin bread. We can also put that one there as well because it's all, uh, uh, and I love pumpkin bread. I do like pumpkin bread. I'm not fond of pumpkin pie, but uh, I am fond of pumpkin muffins and I like certain desserts. I've had pumpkin soup, which tastes pretty good. I've never had uh, the pasta or the pumpkin spice chili. But uh, I'm open to trying new things. So that might be something that I might want to uh, venture in. I know that they have uh, uh, pumpkin soups. And uh, it is very popular uh, during um, October and November. People specialize in stuff. Um, uh, 
uh, in that as well. All right, so let's move on. And we're going to talk a little bit about pumpkin spice everything. I don't know why I cut that off, but we're not going to worry about those little things because, you know, the computer does its own thing. Did you know there was a pumpkin spice phenomenon? You can dive into the world of pumpkin spice from lattes all the way to candles. And let me tell you this. Let me give you a little tidbit. How did pumpkin spice really get so popular? And I know you're not going to believe this, but Starbucks is very instrumental in the flavor of pumpkin spice. And I believe it was, um, it started in 2003. Uh, they started the trend because they came out with this pumpkin latte. And it is still going on strong today. So if you go to Starbucks now, you will be able to get a pumpkin latte. Okay. Just wanted to let you know. And isn't that strange how... Uh, uh, a coffee uh, company can enhance the popularity of pumpkin spice. And so during October and uh, November, you will see or smell some type of pumpkin spice. Now, have you ever made homemade pumpkin spice? Well, I got a little recipe here for you. If you look at this, these are all of the ingredients that go into your pumpkin spice. So you can make it yourself. Um, I didn't put any ratio on, you know, ratios like two tablespoons of cinnamon and all of that. No, because when you make your pumpkin spice, it says homemade. So it should be homemade. You should be able to make it to your satisfaction. But these are the ingredients that you would use. Cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, clove, allspice. And believe it or not, just a little pinch of pepper will really enhance that uh, uh, flavor uh, for you. So we're going to go now to another commercial. And then I will be right back after that. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, DIY and fun with the pumpkins when I return from uh, my um, commercial. Oh, my goodness. The mailman came. I hope my sweet little thing cook is in here. I, I just hope it's in here. Let me see. Let me open this up. That's it. That's it. Sweetless thing cookie. That sweetless thing cookie. Oh, I'ma have me a ball now. Let me just get this right here. Sweetless thing cookie. That sweetless thing cookie. Oh yeah. I finally got my cookies. The sweetless thing cookies. Oh yeah. I'ma have fun. This pack is kind of big though. Man, it got a lot of cookies. Oh yeah. This is the best. This is the best thing ever. I'm trying to tell you, I got my, my, my cookies, and I'm going to eat these cookies, and ain't nobody going to stop me. 
Wait, what? Marie, what you doing, man? You can't have those cookies right now. I'm sorry, we about to eat dinner. Once we finish dinner, then you can have those cookies. Go ahead, put them up. Go ahead, put them up. Are you serious, bruh? I got sweet Lestain cookies, and now I gotta wait for dinner? <sighs> Fine, can I at least look at the cookies? Thank you. Oh my goodness, I had waited all this time now. I got to do all this. Ah. Fine. Oh yeah. I got my hands on some sweet Lestain cookies. But I can't eat them right now because bruh talking about I gotta wait to dinner. Okay, I'ma do that. But once I finish that, it's gonna be on y'all. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bruh talking about cooking some food. All this is is a can of salmon and some frozen biscuit. Bruh cannot cook. I know he don't think I'ma eat this. Ain't no way. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Well, I am back. I'm back. 
Okay, so we're going to move on and we're going to talk about pumpkin DIY and fun. So during this uh, uh, pumpkin paradise or pumpkin season, you are going to see pumpkin decor. Now, uh, I'm going to give you some little instructions, if I can read this on the screen, on how you should carve your uh, pumpkin. And I know I've, told, I've talked to you many, many ways. This is just a simple way of uh, carving uh, pumpkins. And, you know, I taught Head Start and I had two classes. And I always tell people that... Uh, one class, I always had them do it the traditional way. And then the, the other class they did, we, we did something different. And so uh, when you are carving, most people, when they carve their turkeys, they start from the top. They do that little top at the, at the, 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 the stem, and that's where they, they're going to begin with their pumpkin uh, carving. But really and tru truly, you need to start from the bottom. Okay, that's the first thing you need to do. And then you want to cut the lid on an angle. So, you know, you put it, you can put it in your lap or however you want to do it. I never put it in my lap. I, we always did ours on the table. Even when I was home, we did it on the table with newspaper. Because um, once we cut out the lid, then we're going to scoop out all of the pulp. And by pulp, I mean the seeds. So it's got seeds and it's got strings. And then you want to set that to the side so that you can, because pumpkin seeds are good for you. So you, you want to save them and uh, you can roast them and put a little kosher salt on them and a little olive oil or, or whatever. And then you can have those. Those are It's a great uh, nutritional thing. That is what I did with my children at school we would um uh have pumpkins and and oh god they, just, they would just love digging their hands down into that pumpkin and all those little that slime i call it slime <laughs> getting that slime out with the seeds you know and then they would wash it and involve your children in that uh because they, it's it's a worthwhile experience and they will truly truly uh, love it. So once you have scooped out all of your pulp, what you want to do then is make a sketch of your design. How do you want it to be? How do you want your pumpkin to look? And you're going to hold, it says hold it in your lap. But remember what I told you, I'd never hold. I always did mine on the table. I was always afraid, but now they have um, uh, pumpkin cutters so that you can cut them and they're not as sharp because I would be always afraid of cutting myself if I put it on my lap. So I always did it there. And so uh, you want to start with just simple cuts and you want to use the scraps creative, creatively um, when you're uh, uh, carving out. You know, there's many things that you can do with it. You want to keep your pumpkin fresh. And I'm, I'm sure that most of you all don't know this, but you can take petroleum jelly, which is like Vaseline. And all you have to do is take that petroleum jelly and put it around the edges where you cut. And that kind of preserves it. However, there are some pumpkins that will shrivel up 
So what you want to do if it shrivels up is to take it and put it face down, the face down into cold water. And you're going to leave it there for like eight hours and it should re revive, revive itself. Okay. Uh, let me see. Then once you get all that done, you want to light your pumpkin. Okay. You can put a candle in there or one of those little um, make-believe candles that you just click on or however you want to do it. But I, I, I always suggest uh, sprinkling a little cinnamon on the lid. So when the light, when you light your candle, you will get that smell of pumpkin pie. And I mean, you really will get it. It's just great putting it on the um, on your front porch and you have that light in there and um, you get that scent of that uh, uh, pumpkin. But I don't want you to forget about going to the pumpkin patch, okay? It's a fun experience. I took my children every year. Every year we went to the pumpkin patch. And uh, the pumpkin patches have a lot of activities and stuff that the kids can get into. Hay rides, all those type of things. It's just a great family uh, experience uh, for you and your children. Uh, now, I did it with my head start program. And even when uh, we would go there, and let me tell you this, we would go there and we would get our pumpkins and then we would bring them back. All the children got a pumpkin. And then I would buy two pumpkins. So I told you because I had one in the, uh, we would uh, decorate one traditionally, and then the other one we would um, decorate it non-traditionally. So I'll just give you an example of one year uh, where we um, took the pumpkin, we did it traditionally, but then the other pumpkin we use vegetables, okay? We did vegetables, Brussels sprouts with the eyes, okay? Then we had something else with the nose, you know? And uh, we put hair on it, and that was carrots, you know, the leaves from the carrots. Oh, it was just great. I think I still have that picture from where we uh, did the decorating with the vegetables. So it was also a learning experience because the children could talk about those type of vegetables that they were putting on there uh on the pumpkin patch as uh, as well so when you go to the pumpkin patch always share your experience come back talk about it talk about it with your children talk about what did they see what did they like about it what was what was what caught their eye? Because, you know, they have all kinds of decorations and goblins and all kinds of things out there. And the children love it. You know, needless to say, when we would go on a trip, they would be wide-eyed and bushy-tailed on the way there. But they on the way back, they would sleep. I don't know. Just, just sleep. That's all I got to say because I guess it was so tiring. And I had, this is when I had uh, three, four, and five-year-olds. And uh, I try to expose my children to as much as I possibly can. And you will hear me call them my children. I really call them my babies. They, people will say, oh, Lord, here come his brother's babies. Because they, they were my babies as, as, as well. I considered them to um, be my babies. 
So the popularity of pumpkin spice flavored products has fueled the demands for all kinds of pumpkin. From pumpkin spice lattes to pumpkin spice scented candles, this trend has made pumpkins a center, a central figure in fall. You can do family activities, visiting pumpkin patches, picking out pumpkins and carving them with family and friends have become cherished fall activities. It's an opportunity for quality time and creating memories. The round orange shape of pumpkins and their association with autumn colors has made them aesthetically pleasing. They are often used as decoration or decorative elements for homes and events. You see my little pumpkin in the back, and I got some outside. Now, I used that, you know, when my granddaughter was here, uh, I put pumpkins out. I even had the ones where you, you know, you gather the, the pumpkin bags and you put the leaves in them, and I put that out there. And then I I had uh, some, uh, I guess, ceramic or whatever uh, pumpkins made with our names on them. I said the brothers, and I heard had said faith, and then we would put them out on the back porch and put candles in it, and they would uh, flicker um, as they went by as, as they were on. Um, how many of you have been to... Uh, a pumpkin festival because this is the time of the year where they do have pumpkin festivals um and what they do at these fest pumpkin festivals is that they celebrate and promote all things pumpkin so you find my find pumpkin jelly pumpkin you know so they're celebrating all those things uh, uh there uh as well so let's see what else do I have for you all this evening. So that was uh, fun. And you know arts and crafts. You can, uh, with your kids, you can get paper. Uh, you can draw pumpkins to put in your window. You know, just orange paper and fold it in half. Make a, It don't have to be even. Open it up. Take the part, the excess part off or put a little stem on it. And then you can put it in your... Um, in your window you can decorate your uh windows as well so we are now going to take another commercial break and i'll be right back and i believe i'm going to give you a few um pumpkin tips we'll see The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is a magazine that embraces and celebrates the entire homeschooling experience. Our magazine is different from all the rest because we provide beneficial information and assistance in homeschooling, business, wellness, mental health, resources, and life. We encourage you to pick up a copy of our magazine today on Amazon.com by simply searching The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine. The Homeschooling Interactive Magazine is all about impacting the world through home-based learning, hoping to de-stress the homeschooling experience. Get your copy from Amazon today. All righty, we are back. And thank you for watching that. Okay, so I want to tell you some facts. I'm going to give you a few little facts about uh, pumpkins. Um, 
as uh, we go uh, along. So the first thing I told you about Starbucks, okay, uh, that they were the um, really got the thing going uh, for pumpkin spice with their Starbucks drink and Thanksgiving desserts. All right, so let's see. The um, let's go with pumpkins. <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I, I found this uh, hard to believe, but they, they they said this is true. Um, that um, <laughs> the word pumpkin showed up for the first time in the fairy tale Cinderella. Isn't that isn't that amazing? And that was in um. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that was in 1584, but it says a French explorer in 1584 first called them gross melons, which was translated into English as pompions, according to history. It wasn't until the 17th century that they were first referred to as pumpkins. And so, um, I don't know when the uh, the fairy tale Cinderella came about, but uh, you know that her carriage was what? A pumpkin. <laughs> it was a pumpkin. The fairy godmother turned it into a pumpkin. So I guess that's when we really kind of got into uh, really knowing what a pumpkin is. Now, the original pumpkin or jack-o'-lanterns were made with turnips and potatoes by the Irish. So you all are going to learn a few things today <laughs> uh, about pumpkins. And let me tell you this. Did you know that pumpkins are grown on every continent except Antarctica? And I guess that's because it's so cold there that you can't do it. But pumpkins are grown on every continent. That's how popular pumpkins are, okay? And then the next thing is over 1.5 billion pounds of pumpkins are produced each year in the United States. Um, the top pumpkin states, okay, let me tell you the top pumpkin states are Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and California. Those are your top um, pumpkin states. So they, they produce quite a bit of uh, pumpkins there. And then um, Morton, Illinois, they, they call themselves the pumpkin capital of the world. So I um, listen to this, y'all. Morton is allegedly responsible for 80% of the world's canned pumpkin production. 80%, that's a lot. And that's right here in Illinois, Morton, Illinois, because I'm in Illinois. But I, that's a fact that I, I did not know. So, I'm, you know, like I said, when I do my research, I come up with things that I don't know. 
I don't know either. So it's a learning experience for me as well. And did you know that 80% of the U.S. pumpkin crop is, is available during October? 80%. Now, the largest, the world's largest pumpkin weighed over 2,600 pounds. I'm going to try to tell you where it is, uh, where, it was, where, they, where it was grown. And it was grown in Germany. So remember what I said that pumpkins are grown on every continent except Antarctica, okay? So, uh, but the largest, <laughs> the world's largest pumpkin weighed over 2,600 pounds, and it was located in uh, Germany. Now, the world's Largest pumpkin pie ever baked weighed 3,699 pounds. And um, I don't know where, where it was. I, you know, I didn't get to delve that deep into the research. But I can tell you that the pumpkin pie recipes originated in the colonies. Just now, as we know them today, colonists would cut the top of the pumpkin off remove the seeds, fill the pumpkin with milk, spices, and honey, and then bake them in hot ashes. Now, uh, they're baking this similar to the way, kind of like, I don't bake it in hot ashes, but the way I uh, bake an acorn uh, squash. Um, you know, I, that's what I do with my acorn. I love acorn squash. And, you know, um all squashes. I like all squashes, but pumpkin. Hmm, I really I, pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin pie, but I like the other avenues of pumpkin. Okay, uh, really and truly. And I just had a pumpkin spice cookie that was to die for, really. And I, I was shocked that I even liked it. If you if you really want to know um, about it, so let's continue on with our facts. Now, did you all know, now this is really interesting, this was interesting to me, that each pumpkin has about 500 seeds. Isn't it? It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you know, since I'm a gardener, you know that you can uh, save some of those seeds and you can also dry them out and plant them uh, in the uh, spring and you will have pumpkins. Uh, uh, in the fall, you can grow your own pumpkins if you want to. I like growing my things. I like growing my food because uh, that way I don't have. I know it doesn't have any insecticide or whatever they put on it to preserve it. Then they got to put things on it to bring it, you know, so it last for a little while. So when I when you grow your own food, you don't have to worry about um, those things uh, like that as well. Now, it's telling you that you need to plant those seeds. If you're going to save your seeds, you, ne you need to uh, plant them between May and July. They're high in iron and they can be roasted to eat. And the flowers that grow on the pumpkin vine are also edible. Did you all know that? Ha, 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 ha. Now, there are 40. Oh, let me talk about Delaware first. 
Delaware used to, to host an annual pumpkin chucking uh, contest. Um, and uh, it really was a championship. And so what, what happened was teams competed in a pumpkin launching competition where pumpkins were shot almost 5,000 feet from an air cannon. Now, they don't do that. They canceled that in 2017 after there was a tragic uh, accident. Um, I guess it must have hit hit somebody. But also, there are um, more than 45 different varieties of pumpkins. And pumpkins are technically fruit, okay? Most people think they're vegetable, but they are a fruit, just like tomatoes. To people take think tomatoes are vegetables, but a tomato is considered a fruit. So every single part of the pumpkin is edible. Did you all know that? <laughs> every single part of the pumpkin is edible. Now, I didn't know that because... I, the outer the outer edge, and they say you can even eat the stem. Yeah. Okay. But the outer edge, I would peel my pumpkin and then put it in, you know, and put it in the water and uh, boil it or whatever. Because I do make pumpkin bread. I told you I like pumpkin bread. I don't make pumpkin pies, but I do make uh, pumpkin bread. And this is another thing that most people do not know, that pumpkins are 90% water which makes them a low-calorie food. It makes them a low-calorie food. I'm ahead of my notes, y'all. I'm trying to see it that already. Yeah, it says, yep, you can eat the skin, the leaves, the flowers, the pulp, the seeds, and even the stem. You can eat all of that. And pumpkins are 90% water, which makes them a low-calorie uh, food. So one can, uh, one cup of canned pumpkin has less than 100 calories and only half a gram of fat. In comparison, the same serving size of sweet potatoes has tripled the calories. They also have more fiber than kale, more potassium than bananas and are full of heart healthy magnesium and iron all right so um you know i'm i'm all for fresh <laughs> i like fresh you know so sometimes but i do use cans sometimes you know if i'm in a rush and i don't have pumpkins and i want to make pumpkin bread or pumpkin muffins i will uh use cans now, this is the, the one down here. Pumpkin pie is an Amer America's favorite. Do you all know what what, what is America's favorite pie? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> America's favorite pie is the apple pie. Okay. And, you know, this is the season also for uh, apple pies as well. But um, the pumpkin pie comes in second okay it is a very popular uh very very popular uh pie so as you can see since it came in second 
All right, we're going to take another uh, commercial break, and then I will be right back after the break. Go. Right, I'm back. I also want to let you know that I am a part of CTI Media Network, uh, where we reach over 350 million um, people in 100 countries. So when I ask, when I say, do you want to have that, um, what you call it, um, visibility? Um, I think you can get it on my podcast. So if you're looking or you have a business that you want to uh, advertise, uh, we like I said, we reach 300 and, and it's worldwide, y'all. It's a world worldwide. So uh, the last time I looked, I was in 12 countries. Uh, my podcast was being viewed in uh, 12 countries. Now, I don't want you to think that, um, I think on Spotify, they do the video on Roku television, smart TV, or those places they do the video. But you can also watch these on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts. It's on all of those. Please support us. Support your uh, Black podcasters uh, in their endeavors. Um, remember that we are out here trying to do uh, positive things uh, for you. All right. So before I close today, um, I just want to encourage all of my listeners to try a pumpkin recipe. Visit a pumpkin patch and share your pumpkin related stories on social media. Okay, you can tag me if you like, and then that way I will know I will give you a shout out. But yes, and I know this is the season, those of you who have children and all of that, I know that this is the season. So with that being said, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm going to encourage you, like I said, to try a recipe, go to a local pumpkin patch, and share your pumpkin-related stories on social media. Um, I want to say thank you. <laughs> I want to say thank you for coming on and spending just a, a little time with me uh, this evening. I also... Uh, in my area, there are some upcoming events. I do want to post those um, as well. And um, there's going to be a Messiah Part 1 closing. It's a free event, y'all. So if you're in the Chicagoland area, by all means, it is going to be December 1st, 2023. 
at 7 p.m. at Redeemer's Lutheran Church in South Holland, Illinois. And so, therefore, you can, uh, it's a, like I said, it's a free event, and I believe they're going to have, you know, maybe a little refreshment afterwards. I'm not really sure about it. It's not one of my, it's not my event. It's put on by uh, C.D. Robinson Productions. But I have been to several of his productions, and I'm going to say that they are just phenomenal. So if you are in that area, and uh, you don't even have to be in the area. If you feel like you want to come, you know, it's during the Christmas holiday season, you can just come on out and enjoy the music because the singers are fabulous. I am not a singer with them, but I do help the person out in um with the singing, but you will not be, I'm going to tell you right now, you will not be, uh, you will not be sorry. So stay tuned. You'll be, I'll be posting uh, my guests for uh, next week. Um, and she's going to come to you and she's going to talk to you about insurance because right now is open season for insurance. You know, we have that window. And sometimes people just don't know everything about the insurance. And so she's been doing insurance for quite a while. And so I asked her, would she come on and kind of speak to us a little bit about insurance? Now, keep in mind that she is from Arkansas. And, uh, you know, in each state, the insurance is a little bit different. But she still will be able to shed some some light. There's some general things that we all need to to uh, to know. And uh, I asked her because one time she made a comment to me, and I said, "For real, <laughs> you know." And I'm old. I'm old, and I don't know. And I just feel like um, that's how we always get into loopholes and you know things because we don't know. We don't know, and uh, people don't tell us. We, people don't tell us. And so that's the purpose of this podcast is to inform you and make you aware of the everyday things to make you have a healthier lifestyle. So with that being said, you know, I always close my show with the three L's. The first L is to live. Make sure that you live your life to the fullest. Okay. Do those things that you enjoy doing, you know. Those things that make you happy. The second L is to laugh. Find somewhere to laugh. You know, laughter is good for the soul. I always tell people laughter is good for the soul. When you laugh, you feel so much better, okay? And by all means, laugh at yourself because you know you do some funny things. <laughs> and then the third thing is to love. Love with all your heart. You know, if you are a Christian, you know in the Bible it says that you should love thy neighbor. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. <laughs> you should love that that neighbor. And um, you know, as I was growing up, I used to, you know, talk to my grandmother, and you know, and she, you know, trying trying to encourage me to love everyone. And she said, "Baby, you know, I know it's hard, but uh, you can love everyone. Some people you just have to love with a long wooden spoon." And so keep that in mind, uh, because those people who are giving you that hassle are the ones that need your love the most. And also, self-love. 
that I want to leave you with that self-love. Because, you know, self-love, love yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Say you are doing wondrous things, okay? And so with that, I am going to leave you. I will be back on next Wednesday at 7.30 to give you a little uh, insight. I'll have a guest, and she will be talking to you about insurance, okay? And so with that being said, I'm going to leave out um, giving recognition to some of the people who have supported me um, in my endeavors. You all have a great one.